In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills its prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How did things get so far? Jerusalem, the city of David, that place where the kings of Israel made their homes, the land of the Ark of the Covenant, the place of the Holy Temple, the religious rulers, it certainly seems, were more interested in their own earthly vision rather than the will of God and certainly the guidance of the only Son. It's easy to point this out and then tisk tisk the obstinance of those people. But Lent offers the opportunity to turn our own eye away from the peccadillos of others and toward our own selves, our own souls. In our gospel, Jesus is certainly outside of Jerusalem, casting his gaze towards the beloved capital and pining for that season when God was in the very center of the city, when God was in the center of the hearts of the people. I wonder if the times have changed all of that much. As believers, we all wonder if God's words would be any different should he plumb the depths of our city, our own souls. I mean, these are hard words, hard to hear. And this season of Lent gives us some time to examine ourselves and see where we've not precisely upheld our own principles that make us the best version of ourselves certainly the vision closest to how God made us. And so we have this church season. But sometimes Lent just doesn't quite get off the ground for some of us. Have you ever been there? I think we sometimes make it harder when we see the distance between who we are and who we wish to be as a person of God. We all get this. We see this chasm and we wonder, is it even possible? Is it even possible to be close to God? Then we begin to feed that voice in our head that tells us we'll never be worth it. And so why even try? We're so competent in other areas of our lives. Why can't we just be? righteous? Why can't we be perfect? This seems to be the question of the human condition. But this sort of inquiry is not the intent of Lent. It leads us away from its true purpose and instead to a season rooted in guilt and shame, a season we have recreated to almost assure that we feel inadequate. But what I offer is that Lent is an invitation to actually nod at that space 
between who we are now and who we wish to be and be honest about it. Give it its due and then adjust to give the living God space to amaze us again by his power to draw us near, to comfort, to save. This is our God. The Episcopal Church is so wonderfully broad, is it not? Presenting many expressions of how Lent might be lived out. And what I'd like to do today is suggest to you a way that can help us reframe this season from being quite daunting to one of real righteousness, from one of shame to one of the pursuit of a healthy and godly repentance. Now, this vision of Lent is not complicated by any means, but it does come from a place that incorporates our human strengths as a people seeking God. It has three movements as a symphony might lift us up and transport us from the place where we currently are to this vision of what could be. And so at this point in Lent, we may actually need a reminder that trusting in God is foundational. In our first reading, it was God who came to Abram with an invitation to trust the one true creator and ruler of the universe. In the same way, Lent and its most simple expression is meant to remind us that we can trust God to help us draw near in times of darkness and in times of great joy. The first movement of Lent is to trust that God can get us there. The second movement is to merely recognize the fact that we miss the mark. Now, this is silly on its face, but believers are called to be adults about this. Not even Father Abraham lived up to God's standards at every turn, and yet God loved him in the face of his foibles. Friends, it's okay to be human. God created us. It's okay. And this final movement that will help us is one of focus. We are invited to have a bond with the Almighty because we were first designed that way. When we make time for our Lord, our priorities are reset. Our schedules don't seem so overwhelming. We gain a peace we did not have. And we are upheld to meet whatever comes at us this day and this week. And it is here that Christ is truly welcomed into the center of our hectic lives. And so let us focus on our true and godly priority and choose first He who saves us. So what might this season of Lent be? 
Should we come to it with a mind of trust, a love of our God-created humanity, and a focus on what is truly important in our lives, Lent will naturally flow into a time of coming to Jesus with penitent hearts. And if you hear nothing else this morning, hear that this is the whole purpose of Lent, to come to Jesus with a penitent heart. A penitent heart merely asks for forgiveness and the strength to be a better God-created person. A penitent heart never lets us believe that we are unworthy of God's help, of God's love. Far from it. Through a penitent heart, we have been given a way back home, a way back to the Father. Not because we are unworthy, but because we are made worthy through Jesus' offering on the cross. Now, to be sure, Jesus challenged his followers, but he never sought perfection in them. He knew them too well. He knows us too well. And here's the thing. Perfection only comes in and through Christ alone. We can't do it on our own. And to try only makes a holy Lent into a frustrated exercise futility. You see, Jesus offered himself for a vision of how God wanted creation from the very beginning. And humankind is a critical part of that vision. Let this year's Lent be that vehicle for us to come closer to God. And so if you find yourself in need of a refocus this season, or even if you have never actually tried a holy Lent because it just seemed too complicated, make this day the time when you begin your journey to know God in a different way. Man, it is heart-rendering to read Jesus' words, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Let us not approach this Lent with shame and embarrassment, but come to the Lord seeking love and forgiveness. Come with repentance as a child of God made worthy of the living God through our Lord's offering of Himself, one time, on the cross. And may God bless you on this journey. Amen.